Jeffrey Dahmer soaked in blood The Unabomber blowing up Waco, Texas and Heaven's Gates Alien modified men from apes Hitler faked his death and then escaped Bigfoot and the Mothman Son of Sam talking to dogs again Witches, ghosts and goblins Mysterious noise and hot dings Dark arts and the skull and bones Most celebrities are probably cloned So when you're feeling all alone Grab a beer and get stoned I welcome you to the podcast Strange Brew We're here to entertain you Strange Brew Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Tomcat, aka Tom Thompson, aka the Reptilian, aka Alec Baldwin. <laughs> Dude, do you think? Okay, so do you think Alec Baldwin actually feels like shit right now? Or no? no. And she was an investigative journalist. Shook. Dude, he looks shook. Yeah, she was an investigative yeah. journalist, man. Oh, really? Yeah, that's why it's kind of mm. sketchy. He's got to pay those Illuminati bills somehow. Yeah, I know. Literally. It's fucking weird, though, bro. It's weird shit going on in the world. And we're back to talking about aliens, bro. We're talking about aliens. Crazy abduction case. Really, <laughs> we're going to talk about the strange alien abduction of Elizabeth Clara. It's going to be good. It's going to be interesting. It's going to be boom bap. It's gonna be it's gonna be some abductions, there's gonna be some lights, and this there's gonna be some love. Oh yeah, and I'm wearing my Are We There Yet alien shirt. It's two aliens driving and they got two kids in the back getting abducted and they're wondering where if they're gonna be there yet. Are we there yet? Alien, are we there yet? I just want to go on the water slide you promised. <laughs> the water slide is actually a cum waterfall. Oh my god, alien I was gonna cum. call it a meat processing plant, but yeah, I guess that works too. <laughs> I got some uh, apple cider and vodka, man. Oh, nice! Tis the nice. season, man. It's fall, and I got um, a lemon life hard lemonade seltzer, Ooh. just in case. I drank nice. a little too much last night, like I usually do on Fridays. So same, same. I uh, I thought I was like, no, I didn't drink enough to possibly get you know as bad as I was this morning, and then uh, the memories came back. I was like, no, yeah, I did. I definitely <laughs> did. So I got coffee. Yeah. I gotta go to a show tonight. You gotta go to a show? Which show? My buddy, uh, my buddy's one band is playing for the first time in like two and a half years since before quarantine. Man, so it must be, be so a... nice to be able to go places and do things. In Canada, Dude. we can't do anything. Yeah, that's that's bullshit. You get what you guys gotta do. You yeah. gotta you gotta unplug Canada. Yeah. And plug it back in. It's you gotta fucking... turn it off and on again. <laughs> yeah, I know. Literally, because uh, now they're saying, oh, March will be able to live to restrictions in 2022. But people are thinking maybe it's because people have had enough and are seeing through the bullshit. And, you know, protests are getting bigger and bigger. So something's got to be done. We've been fed uh, tons of lies. and But uh, I think this story is true. One of the aspects of the UFO phenomenon, phenomenon for Billy. Do-do-do-do-do. That has been going on for quite some time is that of alien abductions. These are the times when people are taken willingly or not off to an unknown planet, uh, coming back with very strange stories or just taken off planet for, for some time. But one of the weirdest, strangest, is that from a South African woman who claims to not only have been abducted to an alien planet, but also have alien lover and an alien child 
That's right, we're going down to Johannesburg, South Africa. Yep. For all you, for all you unfamiliar with the territory. <laughs> Yo, you know what I'm noticing is, uh, the alien that she copulated with... Yeah. ...looks an awful lot like, uh, what's-his-fuck from Heaven's Gate. Oh, really? Dude, look up the, uh, yeah, look up the, uh, the picket, uh, the, the picket, the, the, the image and the picture, <laughs> the pickage. Uh, <laughs> look that shit up, dude. He, uh, he looks like a much more, um, stoic and well-put-together version of, uh... Doe, what's, uh, what was Doe's name? Oh, uh, fucking Betty fucking Boop, or whatever the fuck her name was. No, no, not Doe, uh, the dude. Oh. Was that Ray? You're talking about, um... Heaven's Gate. Yeah, so you're talking about, uh... Why can't I think of this? What is wrong with my Marshall Applewhite. Yes, Marshall Applewhite. Yeah, he kind of gives off Marshall Applewhite vibes to me. At least in this drawing. Yes, he does kind of look like Mar- Marshall Applewhite, and, and uh, we'll eventually be talking about that when we get back into colds. Dude, you know what would have been crazy? If all this shit would have happened after uh, uh, after the Heaven's Gate cult, maybe it would have been Marshall Applewhite. He, he came back and he cured his gay. Yep, he did, and now he's off on uh, a reptilian ship that was supposed to be following behind Comet Hale-Bob. That is yep. the theory. So, <laughs> what? Huh? Oh, I just listened to, uh, they got some old Art Bell Coast to Coast episodes out on, uh, on this one channel on Spotify, and the Hale Bop episode is out when they were first <laughs> talking about it, really? and it was shortly before Heaven's Gate occurred, and I was like, oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and they picked him up. They thought they were going to get picked up by an alien ship, and they probably got raped by reptilians, so. Did you ever see the, uh, the Saturday Night Live bit with Will Ferrell? Where, uh, they got so. an incoming transmission from him, and he's like, yeah, I, uh. I was wrong about the genitals thing. I was real off with that one. <laughs> Everybody up here had a pretty good laugh about it, but uh, everything else I was right on. Like That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, because I think there's no gender in the afterlife, which we'll have to get to um, one day on the Tom, There's no gender in this life either. I don't, yeah. know, I don't know what bigotry you're trying to spread right now. Yeah, men can have babies <laughs> and they can chest feed now. The world has gone fucking mad. <sighs> world has gone mad. So hers uh, is a story... Of abduction, alien motherships, exotic new worlds, star-crossed lovers, and all the utter bizarreness that implies. Look at her life before all the strangeness started. One would never accuse Elizabeth Clara of being particularly unusual or crazy or unhinged. She was actually pretty respectable. Born in South Africa in 1910, Elizabeth studied music and meteorology in England before serving as an accomplished pilot for the Royal Air Force and working for the South Africa Air Force Intelligence Decoding Secret German Transmissions. So I know it was super important back then for everybody to be decoding things. Yeah. But do you think it was just like almost like a sewing circle, just a bunch of people sitting around doing crossword puzzles and being like... I'm doing the daily jumble. <laughs> yeah, literally. Oh, I got, I got invade London yesterday. Oh, oh, that explains all the Germans. Yeah, literally. Because, <laughs> uh, you know, crazy times. It would not be until uh, after the war when in the 1950s she read a book uh, on UFOs and began to have long buried memories come floating to the surface from her childhood. She recalled that when she was seven years old, she and her sister had seen a luminous silver disc flying over the farm as bright red 
orange catering planetoid that flew past the high sky. Oh my god, what's that? Oh, it's just a bird, never mind. That, what is that? Do you see that? Oh. Oh no! Oh, oh god, Tom, I'm floating! They're no, taking me no. out! <laughs> yeah, they oh, saw- Oh man, it set off a car alarm too, holy shit. Yeah, and then he died. <laughs> Fucking- <laughs> So yeah, this like they saw this huge like orange red uh, and cratered planetoid that flew past the sky like a planet that was flying, which is fucking crazy, man. Shoom. Fucking nuts, man. I mean, what qualifies a planet nowadays? Isn't it like a certain size of something? Because yeah. isn't that why Pluto got got the axe? Oh yeah, but this is back in the fifties, so nobody cared. Gotcha. <laughs> And then she would remember having seeing uh, remember she would remember having several other sightings of the disc over the years, and claimed that her sister and their Zulu farmhand had also seen it. This is all strange enough as it is, but it wouldn't get utterly bizarre until the mid 1950s when she experienced uh, an experience that would kick off one of the weirdest abduction cases on record alien abduction cases maybe not the weirdest abduction case because there's probably many of those yes <laughs> yeah it's funny because every time when i went to go originally look this up it was uh the abduction of elizabeth clara but because it's abduction and elizabeth every search engine just makes it elizabeth smart oh like, no we're not we're not doing anything that's serious right now elizabeth smart got abducted isn't she a celebrity she you know she got a she was abducted in, uh, when she was a teenager and held hostage by these religious fucking nuts. Oh, it's uh, it's Sounds what that like show Kimmy Schmidt was uh, parodying. Huh, interesting. I got this um, new vape. I got some good old fucking weed and you got a little uh, vapor do. It tastes mine? like cotton candy. Nice, nice. I uh, I don't know where the fuck I put my vape, so I'm probably just gonna smoke a bowl right now. It's probably still in my pocket from yesterday. Yeah, smoke it up. This is the Strange Brew podcast. We either drinking or we smoking. And if you're just drinking coffee, you gotta smoke up a little bit. Oh, dude, do you watch uh, you watch fucking Rick and Morty at all? Yes, uh, not the newest season, but I have watched it. That's awesome. I got a scary Terry Toker poker. I couldn't. <laughs> Toker <laughs> I couldn't poker. resist. <laughs> oh yeah, look. So it's got the uh, the bowl tapper. Oh, on cool. It, and then a uh, a poker. Oh, that's actually pretty and, awesome. Uh, I wrote bitch on the bottom because it didn't have bitch anywhere on it. Oh, bitch. <laughs> That's actually pretty awesome. So yeah. these early memories coming back to her caused Clara to develop a deep interest in UFOs. And this would even get stranger when a series of UFO sightings in the 1954 uh, brought her to investigate a remote hillside right out of Johannesburg. Johannesburg. You gotta, you gotta say it right with the South African accent. You sound like that guy from Yes Man. That's yeah, all we. Uh, well, so Rice Darby's from New Zealand, but yeah. as far as I can tell, he sounds like that. Yeah, like the to do a New Zealand accent and to do a South African accent, they're not that different. Yeah, I just remember, uh, you know, Leonardo DiCaprio in Blood Diamond. That's where I get my reference to the South African. I usually accent. go by. Um, you ever seen District Nine? Yeah, I haven't said that in a while, but that movie's fucking great. To do with that aliens, too. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's jo- that all takes place in South Africa. Hmm. There's a uh, lot of dude- sightings with UFOs in South Africa. There's even, uh, I think it was in South Africa, that school. Yep, that, I was going to bring that up. All those kids saw the UFO and the alien came out, and they're like, what mm-hmm. the fuck is this thing? And he'd like walk towards them. Creepy shit, that- man. 
that's either totally legit or it's just a bunch of kids having a really fucking good time. And either way, I'm for it. Yep. <laughs> like, could you imagine just being a kid and being like, my teacher takes this seriously? If you were making it up, <laughs> what are we going to do? They had, uh, uh, they have really long arms. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> According to the native Zulu people of the area, the UFO was actually a mythical lightning bird from their folklore. But when Elizabeth arrived, she would have encountered she would have an encounter with what most definitely is a spacecraft appearing as a spinning disc woo, with a stationary dome in its center. So the traditional saucer. Yeah, the, the, literally the flying saucer. Yeah. The craft emitted humming noises. And she claimed to have seen one of the craft's occupants through the porthole, which is always a thing that always is strange to me when how people can see the motherfucking aliens inside the ship. Like when Barney and Betty Hill, they saw them like staring at them through yeah. from the ship. Which is How like, low does that ship have to be? Because when's the last time you saw a plane and saw a pilot? I know, right? So it's like super creepy. Like it must be have to be super close and just weird that a lot of people end up seeing like saying claiming they see the occupants of the ship for their very eyes when they're just standing on the ground. Yeah. I've given seen some we, UFOs, but man, I would really love to have a close encounter, man. Dude, fucking come get me. I don't even give a shit. I'll take the probe up the ass. I'll do whatever they want. I just want to I want to experience it. You're trying to get fourth kind? <laughs> What? Forthkinded? Is that what it would be? Chelsea's like, I'll remember that. (laughs) I think you've just given Chelsea the green light to uh, start exploring things. I know. (laughs) She tried to get a closer look, but claimed that she had been pushed away by a wave of heat pouring off of it. Um, are, we, are we talking about her or are we still talking about Chelsea? No, we're, <laughs> no, we're talking about the UFO and Clara, Elizabeth Clara. Clara. Um, but uh, yeah, this is weird because she felt the heat. It's almost the same way, uh, which we will get into. I always shout out episodes um, to, to call it that. Definitely, we're obviously getting into a bunch of deep-rooted UFO um, stories and, and folklore and stuff like that. But we're definitely going to talk about Travis Walton. The same thing that kind of happened with him was he, like, he felt heat and, and it fucked up his skin, supposedly, and stuff. And It's a super common thing is the radiation burns and radiation exposure, which would go hand-in-hand hand with anything that was traveling through space. Yeah. I mean, that's what they say, that there's a fuck ton of radiation out there. Elizabeth then would claim... That she began having telepathic communications with an entity that called him itself. They said Archon, but in in the one documentary I was watching, uh, but it actually is Akon. Mr. No, <laughs> yeah, his name was Akon, who said he was from planet. It would be Meet Meton. M-E-T-O-N? Yeah, Maton? Meton? I think it's, let's just say it's South African. Maton. Maton? Yeah, he's from Maton. Planet Maton in the galactic region of Alpha Centauri. And was also, he was a crew member and scientist above his spaceship. As well as the fact that he was a being she had seen through the porthole. So he's almost telling. He was blowing kisses or he was waving. Yeah. Like, just like, hi. (laughs) See you soon. I'm going to pick you up. You don't know, but I'm going to pick you up. I'm gonna sing you a love ballad, Mr. No. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's just and then he's just hearing. Uh, obviously, like she sees the ship. It's the same way, and this has happened before, where they these people claim to have telepathic communications with the aliens aboard the ship. He's like, take off your shirt, 
Well, pull it down a little. Let me let me see <laughs> some of those goods. Let me see them earth titties. <laughs> and uh, so, so he kind of revealed himself um, at this time, and then uh, this time was very different. Oh, so Elizabeth would would become obsessed with it uh, after after this point, going back to the hill several times in hope of seeing the ship and seeing Akon again. Who doesn't want to see Akon? That, <laughs> the Akon bit. At least he uh, lit up uh, homes in Africa. Good for him. He spent whatever millions of dollars lighting up homes in Africa. So, no oh, props. At least, yeah, at least Akon. he didn't go there and uh, and go to Africa and experiment on children, forcing them to get vaccines that end up killing a lot of them. <coughs> Bill Gates. Oh, excuse me. I'm exactly. sorry. I had something in my throat. Holy shit. Yeah, I gotta gotta love uh, lo- gotta love Mr. Gates for experimenting on uh, poor countries and causing them to have uh, irreparable. Whatever the word. I can fuck it. Word. Irreparable. That's not the word I want. Irreparable. Irreparable uh, side effects and everything else that he caused on the the people. And well, they, Tom, in, in not in, not to defend Mr. Gates because I'm not going to, but uh, it's much harder to do that in the first world than it is to do that in the third world. Very true. And have you heard about the Kissinger report? How they like uh, no. they like essentially they agreed to experiment on third world countries, and they says in the it says in this report to keep the population down, and by essentially using things like fucking vaccinations and stuff to keep reduce their population and allow and essentially, yeah, it's experiments to be going on because they, I think they implanted AIDS in Africa and it spread like wildfire, just like they did in the well, ghettos. I've definitely read quite a few things and I don't know how much I believe it, but AIDS has a patent. <laughs> it so. definitely does. AIDS has a patent and its cure has a patent. So COVID has a patent and so is its, uh, its cure. The craziest thing to me, just a, a little bit off topic since we're on this right now, is that they patented COVID or essentially um, the coronavirus uh, in 2001. They patented just before SARS kind of became a thing too, which is very interesting. And then you're, it's illegal to patent anything that... Um, that comes from nature. It's illegal. Mm-hmm. So it either makes it either way. It's illegal. Either they patented this and it's uh, which it, uh, the, the genetic compound of it makes no sense that it's actually from the wild. Absolutely no sense. It doesn't cause the genetic makeup of the virus, um, or they patented something that they created, which is also illegal. And, you know, and the thing I said before is like the, the fact that gain of function is even a thing blows my mind that people aren't shouting from the rooftops being like, why don't we stop people from, uh, making diseases more deadlier to humans? Why are they even experimenting with that shit? Biological warfare <laughs> is one of the oldest tactics of yeah. mankind. And it just, it, like everything else, it changes and it grows with the tide. You know, for for lack of a better expression, no, so it's crazy. It, There's one in Winnipeg. It's, under, it's crazy these laboratories even exist. To me, is fucking mind boggling. Right, and and they exist on the basis of well, if we, we don't, don't do, do it, it someone, someone else, else is. is going to. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's so stupid. All right, so Clara, she like she seems visiting the hill. She gets obsessed, like like I was when I was uh, in my early twenties, obsessed with the end of the world and aliens and reptilians and David Icke, and I wish she could be my grandfather, stuff like that, you know. So like. I uh, hoping the CD. I'm like nine out of ten <laughs> of those things. I wasn't into Ike. I was into Jones and Art Bell. Yeah, I was still in the Jones too, though. In 1956, she would get her chance when she finally, once again, saw the craft descend at the hill. This time was very different, as Acon revealed himself to Elizabeth Clara and introduced 
his companion, described as the ship's botanist, astrophysicist, and astrophysicist. I bring you love. It's bringing love. Don't let it get away. Break its legs. <laughs> Break its legs. <laughs> the aliens then invited her aboard the sh- their ship, which they described as merely a scout ship, which I've heard that in many UFO, that they have scout ships, essentially that they go out and they can pick up people or say hello, well, drive by. If you think about it, if you're going to, um, and, uh, you know, I just, just uh, finally got to see the new Dune last night, and um, they, they do a really good job of doing this as well, but you'd think about it, you would have one large carrier ship, not unlike aircraft carriers, yeah, because true. your smaller ships aren't going to be able to hold enough power to traverse that distance. Yeah. So you're going to have some sort of mothership. Like, and you know, everyone, like every, yeah, everyone that is out there that like watches the stars or pay attention at night, because if you see stars that reverberate uh, light and it's like blue, green, yellow, red, blue, green, that's most likely a fucking UFO mm-hmm. because it's almost impossible for stars to admit that many colors in that succession where it's like a pattern. And I've seen tons of those. And my buddy that's not really even into conspiracies too much pointed them out the one day and we got out binoculars and we started looking closer and it's just like this thing looked like it was in a pattern like mm-hmm. the light like patterns and that's usually like the things that are made out of metal that people see flying around like the I want to believe poster you have in your background even the one that we have in the stream above us that's more or less they could be from another world or stuff like that but I believe they're more or less maybe created by the military maybe but the ones that it, or they're the bad guys or the ones that, that the ones that emit light hues are most likely uh, like legit alien spaceships because a lot of people talk about somehow the light hues have something to do with the way the ship can fly. It's very confusing stuff that I wouldn't understand because I don't have the brain for it. But Well, there's the John Keel, uh, the Eighth Tower type stuff where it gets into pan-dimensional beings versus nuts and bolts UFOs like Yes, exactly, those. yeah, like the discs. Um, but yeah, I, the uh, the saucer definitely has a little more of a root in, I would say, the designs of the Nazi super weapon. Yes. The, uh, the bell. Yep. Which is, uh, we'll probably get into that one day. We've mentioned it on an uh, episode or two, but we'll get into that. Because this thing is crazy. Very interesting. And um, I listened to this woman talk, Elizabeth Clara, in an interview, and she has no hesitancy and really believes what she saw. And I've always said this about these cases, right, is that, I'm more or less going to believe those people that ha- are like have their convictions. They're like, they really believe that they saw this because I believe I saw shadow people. I really yeah. believe that I saw that. And, um, you know, I want people to believe me that I really saw this shit and I really felt their energy. I really did. And I, if I want to be believed in these people, I got to believe unless you can tell you know, you look at body language and stuff that they're lying, but a lot of them are really adamant that they've seen this shit. Where I'm at with it, and you know, and I know our listeners know as well, but for anybody new tuning in, I, you know, am, am very hardline skeptical about a lot of things simply because I want them to be true. Yeah. Like, and I, I'm more more ready to believe somebody when they come from like like Elizabeth, where she had a lot of shit going for her. Yeah. And, you know, she had just a regular good life. And people who report UFO sightings, it doesn't make their lives better. No. It, it, it's, no. you know, they're not doing it for fortune and fame. They're not making a shitload of money on it, with the exception of, like, you know, like David Icke and people yeah. like that. But they're 
totally different. They were already public people, so it's understandable. Yeah, and usually, you know, because aliens are smart that way, I've always said, it's usually a country bumpkin, like, out there, and like, I saw a UFO when it took my cows, and it's just like, I'm not going to believe this fuck. <laughs> but, I mean, I would understand, too, it's like, they would probably be much more likely to land in a rural area because you're not going to land in a spot with a ton of lights. If you're, you know, an intelligent species, and I'm sure you've done fucking recon on the planet, yeah. you know that the cities are tend to be the most violent areas. So you're yeah. not going to land there where you have risk of no, this and, or that. and there's always that the thought of uh, that they pick people specifically that won't be believed, like addicts, um, which I've heard before, is that one one woman claims that she is a gray alien hybrid, and she looks really fucked up, and she does look really <coughs> weird, and she's done, like, conferences, and, yeah, she believes that her, her mother, she remembers her mom holding her, like, she has memories of before she should, and she remembers being in, uh, essentially, like, uh, a like a test tube baby on an alien okay. ship. It's fucking weird, but who knows, but she seems legit, but she, she looks a little scary. It's like the, uh, the the Simpsons episode that you keep playing the clip from. I saw a flying saucer. Sure you did, Rummy. Oh, it's a different episode, actually. So, yeah, like, and so she was, uh, like, they, merely they would describe, this was the scout ship, essentially, that, that came and uh, essentially and they invited her on board. was like, you know what? We've seen you before. You seem like a nice lady. Uh, we'll bring you up. We'll see what's going on. I, you know, I see, I see you digging the the aliens. I see you reading the books. I see it. So you look bored. You want to come out with us this Friday night? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so uh, it was, and then she was actually from the scout ship, brought up to a much larger cigar shaped mothership that was reportedly five miles in length and included cities, parks, trees. And even lakes within it, which is crazy. A mothership that has literally like, it's got like Central Park right there. It's got lakes. It's like, that's, it's pretty, that's really fucking awesome. I think. It's a self-contained ecosystem, it yeah. sounds like, which is yeah. cool because you'd think that would probably be the best way for it to do it. Yeah, and I think it's kind of awesome. Like that'd be kind of cool because it would make you feel at home too. If you, if something, you know, there's a part of me that does believe that they already have this type of technology here on Earth, maybe. Um, it's not the it's not the most uh, presenting evidence as fact, good documentary. But you should check out Above Majestic, David Wilcox. Oh, I think I've checked that one out. Yeah, it's, the uh, the one that's got the reptile with the Sumerian headdress on him. Yeah, yeah, and they they mm -hmm. talk about the the my favorite my favorite subject ever, the swastika shaped base that was on the moon that they turned yeah. into a square because people felt uncomfortable. <laughs> I've mentioned that like seven times on this one. I think it's fucking hilarious that that has any truth to it, man. Dude, it's like uh, it's like anytime you know you were out doing graffiti as a kid and you came across a swastika and you're like, I'm just gonna turn this into a window really quick. <laughs> yeah. Ah, <laughs> yeah. uh, there we go. It's done. Perfect. According to Elizabeth, <laughs> she spent time on this vast mothership, meeting the inhabitants of the city ship, which she said looked just like humans but taller. And better looking and more considerate and gentle, not aggressive and violent. She also learned uh, me or she learned that they were, I guess, from the F Venus originally. And then they relocated to Meton, Meton, eons Meton. ago after Venus had become in, uh, unhabitable. But there's this is this belief 
um, that there is still aliens on Venus, uh, but you know, but it's on fire and shit like that. But like, it's 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 the idea that there is different levels of reality, and on a different reality, it's like an Earth-like planet, but we can't we don't see it that way in our reality. Or what if they're just like micro, you know, microorganisms? Yeah. Or just gas clouds that are sentient. Yeah, it's like you don't know. They're discovering more and more solar systems, and who knows if they're lying. I don't, do not and never will believe that the Earth is flat. That would no, throw every no. ideology of afterlife out the fucking window, and they have... Pretty, uh, to an extent. Christianity is pretty concurrent with flat Earth. Oh, like I guess. Old, Old Testament Maybe Christianity not religious is pretty ideology, fucking concurrent with flat But uh, like spiritually and being like a you reincarnate, you leave the planet, you can go to other planets. It's just and the idea that quantum physics is pretty much proving is that there is other dimensions. They can at least get an idea that there might be six hundred different dimensions that correspond with Earth at one time, which is mind blowing because the average person couldn't even understand or think how that could be possible. For sure. The only issue yeah. with quantum shit is it's more or less entirely theoretical. Yes. Like there's but not really any is. way to everything's theoretical. Math is theoretical. Everything uh, is <laughs> math and terrestrial <laughs> physics are demonstrable. Like you yeah. can, you can observe them, you know, can I, but quantum. Yeah, of course. Drop you, an apple. You know how David, Icke fucking all that whole shit of like, if you tell someone four plus four equals seven, their, your entire life, then they'll believe it. So my whole thing is how the fuck do we know any of this is correct at all? We don't. Exactly. We never yeah. will. And nope. uh, until we're dead. So according to them, Venus was a long time ago. Like it was alive. It was a planet like Earth with vegetation, very much like the planet that we live on right now. But it had gradually become a hostile environment, forcing them into exodus that had brought them to their new faraway home of Meaton. So it sounds like a... Sounds like a meat shop, like somewhere you get your yeah. fucking deli meats. Come to Meaton and you can get yourselves some delicious deli meats. We have turkey, we have ham, we have corned beef. It's a giant shopping mall that sells nothing but meat. Each store is a different meat. Yep. So she would say this of it. The Venetian scientist recognized the sun was a visible star with maximum and minimum periods of space sunspot cycles which happened to this day but at a certain epochs in time it expanded now the sun is expanded and contracting all the time it pulses like a heart but a certain epochs it expands out more and intensifies radiation now this is what happened to Venus and bringing it closer to the sun and her seas had dried out and what little Funa uh, uh, remained. All the flora was destroyed. I don't, uh, f- uh, funia, funia. I I would think that's like vegetation. I don't know the definition of the word. And then, of course, the dinosaurs, which had been dominating Earth, were also destroyed as the intensification, the intensity of the radiation. Thus, the great civilization from Venus, which had been called the Mother Planet, was able to get away from Venus and landed on Earth and the Moon as away stations. They moved to Meton, which is now a home planet, because it's very similar to the mother planet Venus in the atmosphere uh, conditions. 
distances from the stars also. That is more important of all, the high vibration rates which are more compatible to advanced civilizations and consciousness. Not like our Earth where we're all fucking angry cavemen. They had bases on the moon, Mars, and Earth which they still visit. The Venus people left the section of the civilization here on Earth to look after the planet and advance the mental and consciousness of the indigenous people of this planet, which they are in the process of doing at this moment. Yeah, so it's, she's pretty much explaining that, like, you know, that they had to leave Venus and they found a planet that was similar to Venus at the time that they were there. And then they're still visiting Earth and, and, and like the whole theory goes, and I really hope it, this is a thing, I you know, Part of uh, us don't, you know, the existentialism idea. We don't want to believe that death is it, and that's all. And mm -hmm. and that maybe there is something. I always keep saying, like, when are the aliens going to show up? How bad is it going to get before, like, all right, we're, we've been slowly trying to raise their consciousness is the idea, is that they're helping to an extent um, higher, put higher love vib uh, vibrations out there, have everyone exist based on the form of love, not hatred. Uh, and then you have the idea that the reptilians or other dark entities like the Archons or whatever are going against them and there's wars going on because there's people trying to wake up the planet and put Earth into a higher vibration and there's the people that want to keep it at a low vibration with fear and terror and war and killing and death and everything so it keeps you at this low vibration so the reptilians can take their little straw and suck your fucking soul up. So, so Tom, what you're trying to say is that the higher beings are attempting to make us understand that love is the law. I do believe, like I like my boy Ike says, that love is the only way to get us out of this shit. You know who else said that? And uh, I'm sure I'm sure David Juan Bowie? will be chiming in right now. Alistair Crowley, love Did is he? the law, love under will. But but he was like raping kids and stuff though. No, he was not. I go through this with Juan every time too. The, the okay, so the essence of a child is. Female blood, or not female blood, female reproductive juices and male reproductive juices. Are you sure? Yes. That he was not touching little boys. There's no way for any of us to be sure because we weren't there. Was Benjamin Franklin know. touching little kids? Because they found a couple skeletons under his fucking house. He definitely was. But Crowley, just like for his it. ritualistic magic purposes, I've always, we'll, we'll get into an episode, maybe in a rant episode or something like that, or a live, where we can talk about Crowley a little more because this is about aliens. Yeah. And uh, Crowley did think he was visited by one, so who knows? Iwas, yeah. Iwas in the drawing of Iwas looks like yeah. a gray if the yeah. eyes were much smaller. Yeah. So Elizabeth Clara then returned home. She to Earth. Uh, she had several meetings with Akon. Usually at the same hill, she found herself becoming attracted to him. During their uh, during their rendezvous with Akon. Uh, jams like that, how could you help but to become attracted exactly, to him? Exactly, man. Oh, with that voice. Hey, baby, you wanna you wanna have sex? You wanna get down and dirty? I'm so lonely, <laughs> Mr. Lonely. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, purportedly, had gave her a silver ring that enhanced their telepathic communication, which also I feel like, you know, if we get to a higher level of existence, teleport, uh, tel um, telepathic communication would be key because... You know, there's um, um, Robert Monroe, I think his name is, the guy that wrote the book that's kind of racist, but it's about uh, the afterlife. Um, and he, he died for, like fucking several hours and he said that you know there's no lying in the afterlife that you find out 
what everyone was doing that was connected to you when they lied to you, that you find out everything. And like, cause there's no time. So it's like in a flash in a moment that you are flooded with intelligence, essentially uh, knowledge from your time here on earth and the people that were surrounding you. Just like a consciousness bomb. Kind of how like when yeah. you're balls deep into a real heavy psychedelic trip, you kind of are just on a whole new level of understanding. Yes. Yeah. Same, same type of shit to an extent. Um, and like, so, which is kind of cool. So she, and I think that would be, uh, you know, and that's what maybe the elites don't want because supposedly says these, uh, spiritual hippies is that we all have consciousness, the consciousness deep within us and the powers to be able to read minds and do clairvoyance and all that stuff that's inside of us. But you need to like literally like eat fucking just vegetables. Like you're some skinny vegan and just meditate every single day and slow down your breathing to be able to get to these states of consciousness supposedly who who knows though because you could get it through eating a pig's ass if you really wanted to well if that's the case then how come every person that i've ever met that does those things is arguably just a complete tool because they're like just douchebag <laughs> like they're they're sent like, here as a distraction and they're gonna burn in hell I just think it's hilarious that somebody can talk about like ego death and just letting go of everything while still simultaneously speaking about themselves. Every other word. Why? Yeah. You, why you eat meat? You're hurting the animals, man. Why you eat meat? Don't get me wrong. Factory farming is fucking terrible. Oh, it is. I will, I will I, 100% I, agree with that. When yeah, I was at the, one of the awful. protests for the freedom rally, um, yeah, you guys cross paths with a bunch of vegans. Yeah, we cool. cross paths with fucking uh, like uh, really anti eating meat uh, protests, which is kind of crazy that happened. And um, it was just uh, yeah, it was it was kind of nutty that and 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 there was people that were talking to them as they passed, like you're not gonna change that. Good luck. But you know, it's just there there was like maybe maybe like a hundred of them and there was like 20,000 of us. So yeah. it's like jump on this board and maybe help humanity first before we worry about the animals. But I do agree um, that the way we treat, I said that to Raz too, cause he was a vegan for a bit um, for mo- like a lot, many years. And then his wife became pregnant. So he, they, she, he wanted her to have good protein. So they started eating meat again. Uh, but it is, uh, it is kind of cr- like that, you're not going to really change that. I just, I do think that we need to treat animals better and more sure. humanely how we kill them, but that's here and are there. So she, yeah, she got a telepathic uh, silver ring and told Elizabeth that she, in fact, uh, was a reincarnated Venetian. 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 It's like a, the blinds? What? Venetian blinds. You know, the. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> Stupid. With whom have been romantically involved. They were getting down and dirty uh, when she was on Venus and still alive before they had fled to Meton. And they were, in fact, soulmates. She was, man, they were soulmates. So, no, you know what? No, Akon doesn't have to be anymore. He doesn't have to be Mr. Lonely. He has somebody now because he came and got her from Earth. <laughs> All it takes is an interstellar travel. Remember, folks, there's yeah. hope for everyone. Elizabeth Clara would allegedly stay on Meton for four full months and then give birth to their son, which they were naming Aelin? Uh, Aelin? How would you pronounce it? Oh, man. What is his name? A-Y-L-I-N-G. Aelin? Aelin? Maybe. Alien. Alien. It's... <laughs> so Meton, the whole time I'm sitting here thinking, okay, somebody just I said meat and on and then just <laughs> condensed it. And then Ailing is just like, oh, we named him 
alien earthling ailing yeah i know it is weird so that supposedly so that she stayed on the planet for four months they had a little sexy time with an alien they got down and dirty baby which they they named ailing and as the planet uh, itself elizabeth clark would describe it as uh, meticulous in detail including their government educational system, way of life, and even the flora and fauna. I have to look what the fuck this word means up because it's bothering me. Flora and fauna. Fauna means wildlife. Flora means... um. Oh, fauna? I plant said life. I, yeah. Oh. Flora and fauna is how you say plants and animals. Oh, smart. Gotta say it smart. That's how <laughs> I say it. Like, you know, I, I really care about the flora and fauna. And people are like, what the fuck? Are you? Fauna? You talking about fondant like the chocolate? No, I'm talking about you fauna. You talking about fonda like Peter Fonda? <laughs> like the guy from Easy Rider? Bridget Fonda? <laughs> According to her, Meton was a utopia society. A utopian society with no war, no crime or poverty, where everyone had equal access to plenty of food and energy with no monetary system and a method for creating unlimited renewable energy, which I know for a fact that this whole planet could be the exact same. It could. If we didn't have well, a lot of Tesla power, shit is, uh, yeah. yeah. That's 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 definitely a, a whole other episode. Yes, and we'll talk about that. Maybe just like in a random episode, or we'll just talk and go into a subject and talk about the way that the Earth could be. Because I know for a fact, it, if it, you know, when people like Stephen Greer talk about this, I don't know how much to trust him, but I do think he's not a bad character. You know, mm-hmm. but uh, and he talks about how if we went with Tesla's technology, we would be a hundred years ahead of where we are today. At least an well, didn't, advancement. Didn't J.P. Morgan suppress yes, he a did, lot of yeah. uh, Tesla shit simply because it was going to undercut their bottom line so substantially that they just were like, ha, no, 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 we can't have this. We and like making money. That's the idea, which it. we'll get into when we talk about the Titanic conspiracies, is that they killed yeah. all those fucking people on the Titanic because they didn't want those because they were trying to re- uh, suppress the Federal Reserve. I think isn't there some weird uh, Titanic Lusitania? Connections that they that's been brought up at some point. There's too, a lot of again, shit. A whole other episode. We'll get in because I got it. It's it's on the docket. It's all it's all ready to go go. Histories, mysteries. Oh my! <laughs> so the people were luxury. Uh, they wore luxurious clothing, fashion of silk, which is nice, nice and uh, smooth, and lived in expansive parks. And since there were no, uh, there was no tall buildings or factories. There was no pollution. I like that's what I'm saying. There is a way to make Earth just like this. There, it is possible. But we have people in power that are. It's greed. Greed is in the heart of every man and woman. And and because of the way we're raised on this planet, the things we're shown on television, I do think greed is a big issue when it comes to this, amongst other things. Look, man. All I'm saying is, uh, the older I get, the more I tend to view Ted Kaczynski in a slightly better light. Like, I, I, he, you know, shouldn't have been killing people, shouldn't have been sending bombs, but a lot of his philosophies I'm... Oh, I know. Kind of on board with. Do you, want, do you want to be on that episode, Anton? Oh, fuck yeah. I will totally <laughs> do the Kaczynski episode. Fuck yeah. So she explained... <laughs> fuck yeah, Bob. She explained that all the education was done through uh, telepathy, which is kind of cool, and similar means were... Um, and I've heard about this before in other cases where it's like eliminating the need for school books and, and, and like essentially physical school buildings because 
they like almost like have this technology where they can download. Who, what was that other case? I'm not gonna remember right now, but there is an other um, abduction case. I don't think it's Barney and Betty Hill because she got shown the star map. But there's another one where this they were given they could there there someone was abducted. And essentially, they were shown uh, that th- you could just download information onto your brain. Essentially, mm-hmm. no. Yeah, yeah, it sounds so freaking familiar. I'm trying and the, to remember. And the kid, in, I think he was brought up as a kid and later as an adult, and he tried to steal one of the essentially chips that you could download information to your brain on it. And because everyone's telepathic in a higher level of consciousness, that he could, he was going to take it. And then the guy that Ashtar, I think the being was named, was like, no, no, no. Ashtar, like Ishtar, the Babylonian goddess? Yeah, there's, what is it? It's from some UFO case. I know his name was Ashtar. And he like he steals it. Maybe I was just watching an abductee um, talk about this because I've listened to many interviews with abductees. And he was going to steal one of these um, technology, essentially, downloaders. Um, and this the in, in, intellectual downloader, essentially, kind of what it is, is you somehow plug it in and, <laughs> and you could just download information. And Ashtar knew that he, the kid took it because they're all telepathic. But it's the same idea where there was no need for education because you could literally download the information and then all of a sudden you would know it. Yeah. I mean, it would be like I the same thing as... I want to know all about... At the bottom of the ocean. Yeah, exactly. I want to know about the bottom of the ocean. I want, I want to I want to be able to just mentally go to the bottom of the ocean in my head and picture it and visualize it and make it exactly what it is. Just astrally travel down there. You know? I want With- to know all the books that George Bush reads. It's three children books. <laughs> hey, man, you, you, I'm not going to sit here and let you slander hop on pop like that. That's my favorite <laughs> book. That is that is some quality quality literature right there. <laughs> Literally. So in an interview with a researcher, Stuart Bush, speaking about Bushes. Get fucking synchronicities. I know. She would say uh, this about Meton. It is similar in size to Earth, a little larger covered with vast seas. And the lands and islands, there's no continents. Climate is beautiful under control. In fact, it is really a utopia. They have everything you want. They not only have thousand years ahead of us in technology, but they also are very spiritually advanced. There are no politics, laws, or monetary systems. Medicine is a, a scientific activation and not acquired for health. Since they are perfect health, they're all in perfect health. Sounds familiar. Uh, that they're, they're not using scientific means to cure diseases because they're all in perfect health. They, so are they all in perfect health because they're just communal with nature? Most or? likely. And, and they take herbal... Um, herbage. Herbage, essentially. You know, you know what I mean? They, they take that, that, that good, good stuff. Uh, they take the vitamin D, D. Uh, so they... Vitamin GG? The vitamin yeah. Gandra? Yeah, exactly. Spark it up. There is ways of thinking is quite different from what po- most people over here would understand. They are loving, gentle, and constructive people. Everyone industrially does their work. Everyone industriously does their work which they like doing the most. There's no need for law. There is no need for crime or police. Everyone is free and has a code of ethics. They're, uh, they constantly create beauty around them. In general, they are in complete harmony 
Their homes are lovely. You can see from inside out. The material is transparent. One and they don't have schools. You can see from inside out. So essentially, like it's it's a structure that you can see everything is transparent when you're inside the home. Mm-hmm. But then people can't see you fucking your wife upstairs from outside because that would be a probably bad home to have. I don't know, man. It sounds like there's no laws and they're utopian, so... Yeah, and they're very I open. I don't know if they're very repressed to the point where it's like, Oh my God, there's two people having sex. No, no, I, I, I agree with that. They don't have schools or universities. The education is completely visual, all done by what is called electric mirage. Wait, how they gonna how they gonna make money and you know sub- subjugate everybody if they're <laughs> they're not exploiting the others? They have little these little projectors three inches in long. They insert in, into the the their home or the wall of the spaceship. A three D scene fills the room, an advanced form of a hologram. There are no books. They travel a great deal. The young children have taken or are taken around the galaxy so they can learn from experience, which is actually pretty cool. They use electric mirage to go back to a former time in history. They could, for instance. View our planet at the time of the dinosaurs, which is pretty cool. Well, think about it, that would be the best, most effective way to learn. It, it would, would be, be to visually immerse yourself in it. Because I know yep. a lot of people just have a very hard time learning and retaining information from books. It's true. They have beautiful paintings, great, lovely music, harmonic music, very uplifting and spiritual, which is related to the harmonic music of the galaxy. They communicate by means of telepathy, and educational concepts can be transferred this way. I meant telepathy. They are capable of thinking in terms of basic concepts, not dependent on any language. They perceive feelings beyond words. There's no problem in learning of languages such as any of those on Earth. So it's pretty cool. And the, and, and the whole thing of like that, you know, which are, they, they don't need monetary systems and stuff like that because that forms greed. So everyone essentially is equal and you get equal. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Everyone's kind of connected, and it's about bases of love, which this planet should be. Not these vindictive, power-hungry, greedy politicians that get in power just to impose the things they want to impose so they can eat nice steaks and flame and young while people are eating fucking bugs and shit. Klaus Schwab's fucking The Great Reset. Yeah, maybe, though, like, a lot of that would have to do with what their what they evolved from because look mm. look at us if, if we're to believe you know science and no interference with any divine or extraterrestrial or whatever you may be into we are primates yes. primates are a class-based species yeah. and you know the strongest and the most aggressive are generally top tier and they get the best food they get the best mates they get the best everything yeah so, people that believe in evolution gotta be stupid though if if really? we were made from monkeys how the fuck is there still monkeys, Cat Williams? Oh my God! Yeah, if, if we were made, if you know, if, if dogs come from wolves, why are there still wolves? Yeah, I know, because because they get them to fuck each other. Well, fuck, actually, fuck, fuck. Do- yeah, dogs are crazy because that's a specific example weird. of human interfered evolution. Like, well, we yeah, and that's that. exactly, and the aliens probably created us, and then the fact that like uh, even that like Joe Rogan talks about this is that like 
like domestic cats were created by breeding other cats, big cats, mm-hmm. to create smaller cats. So you kept breeding them smaller and smaller and smaller. And it's just the, what a fucking mind blowing thing that humans did to animals to just what? make them pets. Yeah, it's the same thing with dogs. Like the story of the dog, how it was just you know, humans are sitting around in a, around a campfire and they're whatever tribe group they're in making food and. You get some wolves that are just kind of hanging out at the end. And maybe one person's like, hey, there you go. There's a scrap. Mm. I know you're hungry. And eventually that pack begins wild teaching. Dogs too, because re- wild dogs like hyenas and shit would have existed. And dingoes and things along those yeah, lines. Yeah, like, but hyenas any wild are dog. dogs. Essentially, they're just crazy, ravenous, angry dogs. Are coyotes canine? I think they are. I think you're right. Yeah, yeah. coyotes and fucking um, hyenas. Fox. Hyenas are definitely dog-like creatures. I believe hyenas are in the canine family, I, I think. I would love to have one as a pet. Just look at the laugh in the corner. <laughs> and fucking then he's like, attack! And it could eat my neighbor. Dude, aren't those the ones that the, the females have, like, the extendo vaginas? And oh, they're the ones that basically that. fuck the males? It's crazy. I don't want to know about that. I love weird animal facts, dude. We, like, should, we should just do like, a weird animal episode. So, you know the platypus <laughs> is poisonous? Yeah, everyone knows that. Fuck you. All, all, all in all, it seems like a pretty great place to live, and Clara would like to have stayed there forever if she could. However, the conditions of Meton proved to be much for her physicality, essentially, that she couldn't survive on this planet, but I'm sure with the technology they have, they could have they could have made something, made, put in her a bubble suit. She would explain... Roll her down the street. Yeah, well, she explained the vibrations of the magnetic field were too much on Meton compared to Earth, which weakened her heart and forced her return to her homeworld, which is creepy. You go on the such as better utopia planet, everything seems fucking awesome. They got see-through houses and everyone speaks through the t- telepathy and then her fucking heart, she starts having strokes and shit every five seconds. I don't know, man. If we go get a penguin and we bring it out here, that thing is going to have some serious fucking issues. So it's probably just, you know, like the, the Venetian homeworld is not designed for... No, not for her. Humans. Yeah, and so and so she after a tearful goodbye with Akon. Uh, and Meton, even leaving her son behind as well, in order to complete his education, Elizabeth Clara returned to Earth. Then she would sometimes meet with Akon. Mr. And Aling, Aling, and frequently speak to them through holographic calls. Pretty cool. She like whips out her fucking phone, fucking because they probably gave her some weird holographic technology to speak with them. Yep. You think that's why she got married three times? Because each husband would just be forced to contend with some super space alien. She's like, you never take me nowhere. Sorry, I can't take you to fucking Meton and Venus. I don't have a spaceship, Elizabeth. What the fuck? Akon's got pro- probably a thick old cock on him, too, that she's like, I miss that alien dick. You go inside my vagina, and then it shoots out three other dicks that go other ways, and then it goes every single orifice I can imagine. <laughs> you ever had somebody launch an EDM party in your cervix? Yeah. No. No, you have not. According to her, Akon, and her son, who would later embark on journeys across the universe together, she used the experience to preach for a society of peace, love, and environmental understanding, trying to raise awareness of these things and bring people of Earth to a higher level, like her beloved Venetians. Which, you know, I you know we wish that could happen, but there, you know, there is... Sad, but there's many, many sheep on this planet that don't want to acknowledge 
And like they want to, they're so busy being angry at everyone else and because they have, because they're actually really the shitty person. Yeah. It's just, you know, societal judgment and, uh, yeah. Cause a lot of hating people, your neighbor and being jealous of things that you don't have. And yeah. A lot of those General people dis- that are angry at other people and causes divide and conquer. Well, you said this, or you won't get your shot, or you won't do this. You're stopping society from getting back to normal. And it's just like the reason that it's never going to go back to normal is because you keep complying. And the more you comply, the more freedoms they'll take away. And as soon as people start rising up, the government gets the idea, oh, they're not going to take this shit anymore. If you keep complying to a tyrannical government, it's not going to go so well for you. No. No, when you, when you continue to submit and get in line, that's exactly what they want. So when you come from a place of love and understanding and you say, like, like the, she's preaching after meeting these aliens is that she, you know, that she wants that she wants to teach the Earth to be like that, to have love and understanding and use probably herbal medicines rather than... Because the whole thing, too, which is crazy, is, like, if you do your research and stuff like that, when they started control... When they end up getting, essentially, oil, then they wanted mm-hmm. to create petroleum... And then petroleum drugs were created, essentially. And then they started suppressing, because everything before the Rothschilds and the Rockefellers started owning almost everything, they used a lot of herbal medicine, naturopathic medicine, all that stuff. And they used that first, and then these rich assholes took over, and they're like, no, we want to sell people. We want to get them sick, and then we want to sell them a drug to make them better. Yeah, I mean, there's there's certainly something to be said for that uh, with just the random shit that's in our food. Yeah, I know, it's true. In the meantime, when her story came out, she was sort of a celebrity in the UFO community, being interviewed by some of the top researchers in the field at this time. She became extremely popular on the convention circuit, and she was a guest honor at the uh, 11th International Congress of UFO Research Groups at... Wiesenbaden in 1955. Wiesenbaden? Weisbaden. Weisbaden. Yeah. Weisbaden. <laughs> it sounds German. So it, 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 it was in 1975, which uh, was attended by scientists of 22 nations where she was given in a standing ovation. They're like, we believe you. We believe you. Tell You're- us the story about the alien dick again. Yeah, we love it. It's all good. <laughs> Her story also made news headlines worldwide, where she was unfortunately over the um, was unfortunately often the butt of the jokes and ridiculed, obviously because they don't want they want they want to make fun of everyone that's a fucking that's like into ufology and just claims it got abducted by aliens because people don't the truth, you know the truth is often stranger than fiction, it's just fucking weird. Humans just love mocking other humans because it makes them feel better. Yep. Or a lot of people do, you know? Yeah, yeah but yet she adamantly stuck and defended her uh, surreal story her entire life. In addition, Elizabeth Carr went about writing a book about her experience, which she eventually published in 1980 under the title Beyond the Light Barrier, which the documentary is called, if you want to check it out, because it's pretty interesting. I've watched parts of it, but I want to actually finish it. We're talk- she has an interview, and she goes into great detail about you know seeing the planet and being taken away and her child and all this stuff. And it was this book that she would later claim had drawn the attention of the nefarious government parties who intimidated her and tried to silence her. For exposing the truth, and once the government gets involved, you know, it, some, it must be some truth to it or some validity. Hey, man, she pissed off the men in black. That shit don't fly. It's true. 
She didn't want to give them water. Do you have some water? Can I use door? <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Go, go, go ahead. Can Thank I have a glass you. of water? <laughs> We will eventually get in the Men in Black. It is extremely fucked up. It is a huge case, and it will be a big, big episode when we eventually get into it because I like building up to certain episodes. I like building up to grease the poles. Hashtag grease the poles because that's what we like doing at Strange Brew. We like to build ourselves up to these big, big cases. Grease them poles. So as she became, uh, she began work on her second book called The Gravity File, but her death in 1994 saw, saw that it was left unfinished. Which is pretty sad. Uh, Elizabeth Carr 84, was... 84, though, man. Yeah. She fucking... She lived. Yeah. She lived up there. She got a good bucket of wind, as uh, Kevin Smith would say. Uh, Elizabeth Carr was often described as having total conviction in what she was saying, which kept her... Uh, she kept up until her death. Never relented. Never once giving the impression that she was lying um, about this. She, in fact, believes that she saw what she saw. And even in the face of a very... You know, a lot of criticism and people being assholes to her. She still kept up her story. She seemed to have at least really believed what she was saying. Her story is incredibly tight. Various interviews tried to get her to trip up or contradict herself, but this rarely happens. Meaning that if this was fiction, then it was very well thought out. But I do believe her. This is a crazy case, though. The the fact that she went through all of this is is fucking nuts. Um, Dude, the more I look at her, too, she looks like a fucking charmer. This one picture here, she's just smirking, and I'm like, no wonder you got standing ovations wherever you go. You will look like you carry two buckets of charisma with you. Yeah, every you know, I believe her. Every step you move, I believe her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, uh, I want to believe. I want to believe this I one. I want to believe. Uh, like but, like, like, I don't know why you would make this up after being an incredible person that had a good life and you're on the Air Force and all this shit. It's like, why would you make this shit up? Attention. I mean, that's that's the main one that gets you attention from people you wouldn't normally have attention from. It's going to fuck your life up, <laughs> you know, but when has being a celebrity ever not fucked somebody's life up? It's true. So, yeah, that it's a crazy case, and I wanted to get into some strange abduction cases um, before we really get into things like The Men in Black and, and, and bigger cases like Travis Walton, which is definitely coming soon. Uh, but this was a, an interesting case. I, I do want to believe her. Who knows if she's actually right? Uh, I'll never know any of this stuff till I'm dead until I see the afterlife where I see my alien uh, guides or my ancestors or whatever the fuck this this world in death entails. And, but, um... I think it's strange, and I this is going to bring up a lot more different stranger UFO cases because there's many out there, and we'll definitely dive into them on Strange Brew. But, uh, yeah, remember, just remember to follow all of our shit, like www.strangebrewpodcast.com. Support us by buying merch is the most important thing. We don't even make that much income off it, but it's the fact that you can rep our designs on uh, everything. Like, we're also on Redbubble. So if you go to Redbubble and you look up Strange Brew Podcast, you can find us. And Redbubble is pretty good. And they literally have, like, backpack designs, fucking skirts, if you want a skirt. Any, literally, like, it has, like, anything. We have two designs up there. Where there's going to be more coming. And then, yeah, the website is the main shit. Get, uh, get, get some merch. If you go to Redbubble, check that shit out, too. And you can get, like, literally, like, backpacks and leggings and... And socks, even if you want it, it's it's, it's got they got a lot of got stuff. But yeah, if you want, get some sweaters, t-shirts, get get your merch, baby, because that's how you support us is by repping our shit. I'm a walking advertisement as it is. 
Get your asses over on our Patreon so we can start making some fun, fun shit for y'all. Yes, because uh, we're going to be doing that. We got a lot of ideas for the Patreon that will be coming up for sure. Follow me on Instagram at HP Shovecraft at Twitch, the Invader Daggett underscore TTV. Yeah, follow. He does a lot of streaming. Um, we we're going to be doing a lot more. We did Friday the 13th that's what, uh, that was a, lot a little of while ago. Um, and, uh, we'll, be streaming, we'll, do a lot more. we'll be streaming a lot more shit. We'll be streaming Back for Blood. We'll do some games. Uh, I'll try to jump on as much as I can, but you can even follow us even for the um, some of the specials and the lives and stuff. We'll be up on Twitch too. And if you just look up Strange Group Podcast on Twitch, you'll be able to find us. And I stream some horror games on there, mostly horror games. Uh, I've been playing Blair Witch. That's been fucking creepy-ass shit and fun. So, um... Yeah, check check some of that shit out. If if you're into video games and Twitch, I don't I'm not on too often, but at least once or once a week or once every other week, I'll be uh I'll be gaming some shit, and you can hear me make fun of games or be scared because last time I played Blair, I was like screaming. I gotta get that game. It looks like fun. It's fun and it's extremely creepy. But yeah, just remember to support, buy some merch, and we'll love you. Also, leave a five star review on Apple and iTunes if that's where you're listening because that helps out a lot. Because some people have called us ableist and we're angry about us making fun of Arkansas. So get those numbers up. Let's get them up, baby. We're pretty much yeah, five out of five. So, and uh, five star reviews yes. that gets us into more ears. Yes. Keep watching the skies. Exactly. Ooh. Oh, shit, Tom. That ship's back. <laughs> Let's get him to dance on. I bring you love. We bring ah, you love. <laughs> we love you all. Much love, everybody. The greatest trick the devil ever pulled was convincing the world he didn't exist. Intelligence could be a devil in disguise. The world's hell and I fell for it endless times. Watch a fellowship of friends with knives. A knight to the back. The way you make a mistake, don't realize a lie's an impact. You say it's too late, high, try to win back some sense of what real. Listen to your heart, know what your gut feels. They're on a mission to Mars, don't trust deals. Hidden there till they shock world, living in a paradox, about to be unlocked. Reveal the mystery. What they teach in schools is not a real history. Boys at the these girls look at me and feel pleasure instantly Give to me I've been warped, been to court Started beginning to see the snakes in the grass Reading and researching found a way to the facts Experience.
We're all spiritually birthed in a nature We're all fearful and we're the slaves here Thinking our savior will arise from the dead The government programs lies in your head We trust a bunch of old men that try to pretend That they're doing what's right for us You Satan, lying fox I'll be waiting for you to die in the dust My eyes are opened up, your eyes are closed shut I try to know what your next move is Take your head and remove it You sleep in this illusion You know what you are doing Amusement park, and you're consumed by the dark, and you will lose your heart. Be smart.